Good March 1st, my friends. Happy March 1st. It's Friday. Hope all things are well with you. Thank goodness it's Friday. <laughs> what, a, what a long week it has been. So, uh, I do wish you well. Whatever Friday means to you, I realize that anymore it's not what it used to mean. You know, people work all the time, people work off and on. Uh, so, whatever this day means, I hope it, I hope it finds you well. I want to remind us today about the simplicity of spirituality. Because it can seem complicated and overwhelming and hard to understand. And it's always good, it's always necessary to ground ourselves in the fact that there's a simplicity to this that, that really is the saving grace, if you ask me, of, of the spiritual journey. Because ultimately, uh, the idea of self-discovery is simple. And at least as far as I can tell, <clears throat> it's the very, <clears throat> excuse me, it's the very simple and practical things that help the most. And that's what I want to talk about today. I was scrolling through Facebook about 15 minutes ago and ran across a a meme from a Buddhist, uh, I am Buddhist or something like that, Facebook page. And uh, they had a quote from Thich Nhat Hanh on there about making someone smile. You know, just make someone smile today. Intentionally make someone uh, smile. And I thought that was just brilliant. Because it really is, it really is a simple thing. The complicated part comes from our own ignorance. The complicated part comes from our complicating it. Comes from our relationships that are found and based in ideas of reality that come from the matrix, the false reality. When really it's very simple. And that little meme just reminded me of that, that making kindness a way of life, making helping others a way of life with healthy boundaries, making someone smile, uh, doing a kind act, going out of your way to assist someone in something just makes it better. And it really is that simple. Right Now, <laughs> when we make things better, we make ourselves better. When we make ourselves better, we transform ourselves to our original being. I'm convinced of it. But that really is done in very simple ways. And so today I just want us to sort of be reminded to kind of leave the complicated philosophical existential notions um, where they belong and they belong in a place don't don't 
No, don't get me wrong. I'm all about tackling the big existential questions. But we have to tackle them in a non-complicated way. Because it's really... The the nuts and bolts of this thing are, are not that complicated. So for years, you know, I complicated spirituality. I uh, conflated and confused religion and spirituality. I was convinced that spirituality had something to do with some external, omniscient, omnipresent God. I was convinced that, you know, and in the, in the, in the reality I was living in convinced me, uh, you know, that um, personal transformation was this, you know, religious ongoing sort of self-denying understanding that I was somehow fallen and uh, sinful and et cetera, et cetera. You know, you, you know this stuff. What a relief, my friends, to shed that baggage. <laughs> you know, what a gift. The gift did not come easy. It came with a lot of mistakes made by me, but it's there. And what a, what a relief, right? you know, what a relief to understand that I can find meaning in something as simple as a smile or buying someone a cup of coffee or going the extra mile for my spouse or my kids or my friends or a stranger of course, keeping your boundaries intact, but being kind and, and being deliberate about being kind uh, and understanding that that those moments I don't want to be kind, those moments when I think someone doesn't deserve kindness or doesn't deserve the same meaning I found, that when I think that way, that's the false self. You know, even even the people who have done me great harm, and there are many, as I'm sure there are with you, I hope for them this realization. I hope for them the lightness of, of living with meaning and having that meaning be love and, and kindness and and gentleness. Because the burden of judgment is is too heavy. The burden of self-judgment, the burden of, of believing oneself to be some unsavable sinner. What a, what a burden. What an unnecessary burden. And, and I don't have to live with that. I can live in a more light, and I mean light, you know, both ways, right? Less weight on my shoulders from self-guilt and self-shame and more light that shines from me, you know. I, 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 can, I can be more light. Uh, 
So I just, I, I needed to remind myself today and I needed to remind us that yes, we have work to do and yes, it is the work of rebirth and it will come with a struggle. It will come with, you know, questions of motive and motivation and agenda. It will come with adjusting how we see things morally, how we see things creative, uh, creatively, how we express ourselves. It will come with challenges and setbacks and but all this has to be grounded. The work has to be simple. Because ultimately, I'm convinced that when we can get past the idea that, that these, there are giant obstacles in the way, we understand that the obstacles, the, the great obstacles that we we put in the way of our spiritual growth are really false. That it's when our beliefs are challenged, when who we think we are is challenged, I think we need to step back and understand that, that our belief systems and our agendas... 98% of that stuff comes from a false understanding of reality. And that it is really, it really is love and kindness and generosity. Moments of sympathy, moments of empathy, moments of compassion, moments of, 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 living where we can live outside of that sort of transactional understanding of reality. I mean, think about how many times we do something for people, and we're all guilty of this, my friends, trust me. We do something for people expecting something back. When we live out of kindness... We're outside of that transactional aspect. We're outside of trying to pump one's ego up. And then we can really honestly help and, and get help and practice the simple spiritual disciplines of kindness and of generosity. And they can be truly transformative to us. What we've learned, however, and I think I need to remind us of this, what we've learned is that transactional aspect of living. What we've learned is an agenda, and that agenda is our ego. And our ego is the only self most of us know most of our lives. And we believe that that we know what's best and we know what's right and we're going to do what we need to do to make sure that our side wins, that our religion's right, that our agenda is the one that prevails. And my brothers and my sisters, 
my sisters and my brothers, that's the false reality at work. I think what Buddha and what Jesus discover, Buddha under the Bodhi tree, Jesus in the desert, is that all of that is an illusion. It is a self-perpetuated illusion by humans that we must have, you know, a, a payoff. Uh, uh, we must be the right ones. Our religion must be right. Others must be wrong. That's all illusion. You know, the ideas of success, the ideas of of us having while someone else doesn't, all illusion, all maya, all the matrix. And if we think about it, it's true. Because those moments of forgiveness, those moments of love, those moments of gratitude, those moments of kindness, whether we give kindness or we receive it, those moments of of really loving the person in front of you, really being present in the moment. They are the true moments. Now, you know me, I don't wear rose-colored glasses. This isn't pie-in-the-sky stuff because what you always have to remember is even in your most centered moment, you still live in a world of illusion. You still live in a world where the other, I guarantee the other person you're dealing with, to some degree, does not understand. And that's, that's the tough part, right? The other tough part is, we're learning this, and so we run up against struggles. Uh, we refuse often to question what we've learned about our notions about God or about religion or about morality uh, because they're so inculcated, they're so ingrained in us that we can't conceive of a reality without those things. Or we can't at least conceive of a reality where we question those things. But I'm here to witness to you, and then I'm, I'm going to let you go here. I'm here to witness this, that when we recognize that what we have been taught is for the most part, not completely, but for the most part, illusion. And we recognize that the real reality, if you will, is kindness is love self-love love the other when we realize that that we can give of ourselves in healthy ways when we realize that other people have the same struggles <laughs> you know when we realize that that a smile can change everything you know, then, then we're on to casting away that unnecessary weight of guilt, of, of, of shame that is so pervasive in our culture, in our moralities, in our religions.
Have hope. And that hope comes in the form of a smile. And you may not feel like you want to smile, but force one. (laughs) Because even though we may all be struggling, uh, there is a way to perceive reality that is much better, much lighter, much closer to who we are. Anyway, thank you for your time, my dear friends. And uh, I hope today, for you, love, kindness, generosity, empathy, sympathy. I hope these things for you. I hope these things for me. I'll talk to you tomorrow. See you then. Bye-bye.